Ray, when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes! Please stop! I got a bad feeling about this. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Did you go out with Ray? Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Get away from her, you bitch! You're gonna need a bigger boat. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello everyone, my name is Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Knights. Well, some of them. If you're tuning in, it's because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies. This is our first video podcast and we're very excited to share it with you in our very, very cheap setup, wouldn't you say? Yeah. It's been a headache setting this up, too. It's been a real headache. Like, <laughs> Ryan's mic looks like Pinocchio's nose because, uh, turns out, our mixer can't have two of the same microphone in it. Who would have thought? Crazy. It's insane. But um, uh, I'm very excited about the show. If you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, we are video now, and this is going to go up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to put this one on Facebook as well. But um, after that, I won't be putting them on Facebook anymore. I kind of just want to put it on Facebook to give it a nice boost and yeah. just see how many people we can get to go to the YouTube channel. For sure. The YouTube channel is Movie Nights with a K. Um, Knights. Knights. And uh, you can watch our short films there as well as our podcast now. So um, I highly encourage our SoundCloud and iTunes listeners, all nine of you, to please jump on the Movie Nights YouTube channel and start watching the podcast as we make them. And thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate all the very little amount of you. I lost myself in that sentence there. But yeah, no, we respect everyone who watches us. We well, we respect, respect other people as well, but, you know. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but anyway, we're going to kick off today's show, as we always do, with the box office results. Ryan. Yeah. What do you think went down at the box office this weekend? I'll let you know, okay. though. There was this small independent movie that opened up. I don't know if you've heard of it. Really under the radar. It's called Captain Marvel. Is that a DC film? Like the guy who yell, like wow. yells out Shazam, that, that guy? Okay, that was a good pull. That was a good pull. For Respect. Those, for, those, for those of you who don't know, um, Shazam's original name in the comic books was Captain Marvel before there was a kind of a lawsuit and they had to change it. But, uh, yeah, no, not who we're talking about. Oh, wait, no, that movie doesn't come out for a few more months. One more month. One more. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. All right. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and give you a little uh, spoiler that that came in first. <laughs> surprise, surprise. How much money did it make domestically, though? Can you tell me that? I'll put the graphic up there for you guys as well. Um, I know reports, early reports said it was um, coming in at 120. I'm gonna go ahead and say it hit more than 120. I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna say it came in at 150. You're saying 150. 150. 153. 153. Wow. Oh, good. That was close. 153.4 million roughly. Okay. Uh, coming in second was How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Still staying up in the box office. It racked up another 14.6 million. That's still pretty impressive. It is. Uh, coming in third was Tyler Perry's Medea Funeral, making another 12 million. That movie has made its money back for sure. For sure. Coming in fourth was Lego Movie Part Two. Still a disappointment, but um, it's still hanging in there in the top five. And you'll yep. like this. Number five, Alita Battle Angel, made three more million dollars. Nice. They need to get as much money as they can, man. It's it's, it's not a great movie. It, it's it's fine. I I enjoyed it. I we it must have been fine. watching different movies. I don't know. We kind of sat there next to each other with the 3D glasses like, man, this is bullshit. <laughs> We're watching it in 3D. Yeah. By the way, I love how the first uh, video podcast we do, there's a huge zit under my eye. Fix it in post. I'm so yeah, like we have, the, one, the budget, two, the skill <laughs> to do that. Yeah, for real. Jeez. But that'll do it for your top five weekend box office report. We'll come back 
at you with that again next time. God, I can't speak English. It's it's been a stressful night, man. I don't blame you. I feel the pressure of the lights and the uh, the viewers. What lights? I don't know. Breaking the fourth wall. All right, right, moving on. Um, Happening right now is the South by Southwest Film Festival. Yes. Um, Last year, A Quiet Place premiered there, amongst other films. I think the year before, Baby Driver and Get Out premiered there. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they did. Um, This year, um, movies have started screening there already. And I want to bring up two specific reviews for different films. Okay. The first one being Jordan Peele's Us, his Get Out follow-up. Mm-hmm. This review comes to us from the amazing Perry Nemirov with Collider, who will never watch this, but I just wanted to give her a shout-out anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, uh, and I'll bring up the graphic for you guys. Uh, This is what Perry Nemirov had to say about us. Very into hashtag us movie, an eerie thrill packed with A-plus set pieces. The whole ensemble is something else, an unforgettable big-screen family right here. A wild, highly engaging ride, but best of all, it's not one to quickly shake off after it ends. Gonna have this one on my mind for a while. Now, Us has been getting rave reviews coming out of South by Southwest, but a lot of people are saying that it it's not the movie you expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know another critic had said that he's gonna have to watch it again just because it was completely not the movie that he expected it to be. In so, good ways, I hope. Yeah, um, for for the most part. Okay. But um, I, I'm very excited about Us. I yeah. loved I love the trailers, but now with rave reviews coming out like that. I'm even more excited to see it. Um, what, what are you, what, what was your excitement level, you know, when you first heard about it versus your excitement level now when it comes to the Us movie? Well, I never saw Get Out, which is a crime. I feel like. Come on, dude. Um, I know. It was pretty good. Yeah, well, that's what I keep hearing. Like, I literally haven't heard anything bad about the movie. But I watched the trailer. Uh, there's been a few trailers that came out. Yeah, I think, I think there's been two. Every trailer like increased my excitement level for it, mm-hmm. and. Now, with all these reviews coming out, it has me even more excited. It, it comes out next month, right? Yes. Okay. I, I think the end of this month. Maybe. End of this month? Maybe right. end of this month or early next month. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be very interesting to see how he, how Jordan Peele, like, does his twist or whatever. Because th- there's, like, some sort of, like... Eh, sort of. But, but basically, what, what I'm really excited about is, like, it's, it's his follow-up. And, yeah. uh, and a lot of the times, a lot of filmmakers kind of succumb to the pressure of, I made a good movie, and now i got to make another no, one. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the sophomore slump, if you will. Mm-hmm. But from what Perry Nemiroff is saying, we now know that the it sophomore slump, like, it's not there. Yeah. Apparently. I mean, we, we got to check it out for ourselves, but we'll see. And it's funny because a lot of people have been, like, almost comparing, like, the look and tone of the trailers to Get Out. And Jordan Peele said this is nothing, nothing like, like Get, Get Out. out. Yeah, like, it's yeah. completely different. It's it its own that. thing. So I'm curious to see, like, when it comes out, if people still compare it to get out yeah. or if they don't because like i haven't seen get out but like i know what happens in the yeah. movie mm-hmm. so i'm curious to see if like it compares at all yeah we'll have to see yeah um, but what's next also at south by southwest another movie that premiered was long shot okay are you familiar with that trailer not at all it was one with seth rogan and charlie theron and charlie theron plays the president of the united states and seth rogan plays someone that she used to babysit when they were younger Okay. Well, they're at this, and he's a journalist, and okay. they're at this event, and they happen to both be there, and they run into each other, and it's it's a love story about Charlize Theron falling in love with Seth Rogen. Wow. Which seems whack, but when you watch the trailer, you kind of buy into it as to how, the, you know, the sort of connection that they had would stay, and how, yeah. um, basically, that they, it's kind of like a rediscovery, refining each other, but in different, completely different scenarios. Obviously, one is the fucking president. Yeah. But um, Scott Mance, Scott Mance, who I will also call out to, will never 
watch this ever. Moment of silence for no cool people watching. You guys are cool. Yes, thank you. But anyway, uh, Scott Mance saw Longshot at South by Southwest, and this is what he had to say. As if it wasn't great enough that Longshot was the best rom-com in recent years, Boys to Men took the stage afterwards with the premiere screening at South by Southwest with hashtag Charlize Theron for a mini-concert that blew the roof off the Paramount Theater with, in parentheses, they're in the movie. So that's kind of all I needed to know. Yeah. You know, the back... Or what was it? No, Boys to Men are in the movie. So... I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Obviously. But uh, obviously, uh, Scott Mance seems to really like it. He calls yeah. it the best rom-com in recent years. And, you know, I, that's a weird dynamic, but I love both Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Oh, for sure. And I, th- I think Charlize Theron is a chameleon actress. I think she, she's capable of pretty much anything. She can do all sorts of things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she can do Atomic Blonde, and then she can do a rom-com with Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. And I think Seth Rogen is also not only a comedic genius, but I also think he's a creative genius. You know, he's... Um, one of the showrunners of Future Man and Preacher, I think. Okay. And so, you know, he's doing a lot of, you know, creative things, not only just with comedy, but with all sorts of genres. And, yeah. you know, seeing those two collaborate is going to be really exciting. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very much so looking forward to that movie. How about you? I'm interested to see how their chemistry is going to work because I've seen some Seth R- I've seen more Seth Rogen stuff than I, than I have uh, Charlie's Theron. Yeah. So I think the only things I've really seen her in is more like serious action movies. Mm hmm. Um, the only one that really comes to mind is Atomic Blonde, and I thought she was great in that. It's actually one of my favorite films. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see how they're gonna play off of each other in like a rom com. Yeah. So it'll it'll be fun. I'll definitely have to watch the trailer after this. Yeah, no, it's a really nice trailer, and um, I, I think I think you I think you'll you'll like the trailer, and yeah. I, and I I'm really excited for the movie. I hope that it's really good. Well, if it's getting great reviews, then it has to be good, or yeah. at least some level. What do we have next? Ryan, are you ready for the next story? Dude, give it to me. Next story coming at you is the has to do with James Gunn's Suicide Squad sequel slash reboot slash whatever the hell it's going to end up being. Um, you know, there's been a bunch of reports saying that he's going to. Originally, it was like none of the characters are coming back, and then it was like, well, Margot Robbie's probably going to come back. Yeah. And Deadshot's probably going to come back, but then Will Smith dropped out. And we were like, oh, maybe Deadshot isn't coming back. But Hollywood Reporter is now reporting that Idris Elba was in final negotiations last week to replace Will Smith as the character of Deadshot, which is a little bit odd because it said that Will Smith and Warner Brothers split amicably. Yeah. So either he's just cool with being replaced, or he was kind of like, you know what, I'm kind of done with Deadshot, so you guys do what you want. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I'll, I'll choose to believe Warner Brothers in this scenario that it was amicably. You know, we haven't seen anything public otherwise to disprove that. Yeah. And um, I'm very, very excited to see Idris Elba play the character. I think it's going to be awesome. Idris Elba is such a badass. Like, everyone kind of wants him to be the new James Bond. That's a movement I could support. Right. And um, I think that just he has this unnatural charisma and energy when he's on screen. And not only that, but I, I feel like just from the physicality of it, you know, you see him in the trailers for uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, my God. Like he, that looks great. Yeah, and, and he's going to kick all sorts of ass. And especially if Margot Robbie as Holy Quinn is back in this movie, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, seeing them dynamic, because the dynamic between those and the, those two in the first movie was the best part. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, because, you know, it's, it's, it's not a very good movie. <laughs> nodding as in yes, it's good, or nodding as in you agree? Yes. Okay. No, but, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think it's a I think it's a great choice, and I'm very very curious to see what James Gunn does with this. Mm-hmm. Um, your thoughts overall on just his what you think his take on the Suicide Squad is going to be, and your thoughts on Idris Elba just stepping into the shoes of Will Smith. 
So I think regardless, the movie's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I have full faith in James Gunn. Clearly, DC and Walter Hamada have a lot of faith in James Gunn as well, just to kind of retool it, bring in yeah. characters that they've already experimented and played with before. Yeah, absolutely. I think Idris Elba is a fantastic actor. Mm. I don't think it's the right call to replace Will Smith. Okay. I think that if they were to bring Idris Elba in, maybe play a different character, not one that's already been portrayed. I mean, I, I've never had a problem with like actors coming in replacing other actors for the same role. I've like I've never had a problem with that. But honestly, I didn't really like Deadshot really? in the first one. Yeah, like he really? like it's not that I didn't like him, but I didn't not like him. You know, like he was kind of whatever. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I could have done without him. What, what, what's interesting to me is like he. I, I wasn't watching Deadshot. I was watching Will Smith. Okay. Which I was fine with because Will Smith is great. Yeah. But you know, I felt like it was just Will Smith being Will Smith in the Deadshot costume. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because he's a great. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah, and, and it's an interesting character too because they based that Deadshot more of like the New Fifty Two Deadshot that Jeff Johns did. Yeah. And um, I've seen some. I I don't have my sources, but I've seen some reports saying that James Gunn's Deadshot is going to be more of the original Deadshot, which is kind of more depressing. Okay. But, you know, if Margot Robbie comes back, then it's probably in the same DCU. Realm, yeah. So, I mean, who who knows what's going to happen? But um, what I will give Warner Brothers is like, no, Deadshot's important to this story. And if you can't do it, Will, then got to replace you. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad that they're, like, you know, taking the initiative. They're sticking to their guns. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Walter Hamada's been doing a really good job over there, you know, even if he likes to cheat on his wife a lot. But, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, he's been doing a good job yeah. with DC so far, especially if Shazam's good. That's two in a row. And we haven't had that in a while. Yeah. Well, reviews have been coming in with Shazam, but we can talk about at a different time. But I just want to yeah. get back to Idris Elba replacing him. I mean, like, mm. you have, uh, what's his name? Joe Ma- Mangiello. Like, they already have his death stroke. I, I, I don't know how much we're uh, going to see of that anymore just because all the plans went to shit. I know, but, like, the original Suicide Squad went to shit. But they're going to bring back Idris Elba replacing Will Smith. I, I don't know. I, I think that they could have went different routes. Even, like I said, if they wanted to bring in Idris Elba, maybe do a different character, not Deadshot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, to each their own. I wasn't crazy about Will Smith's Deadshot. I thought it was fun, but mm-hmm. I didn't like him, but I didn't not like him. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's something that I'll give Warner Brothers is like, it's going to be interesting how this movie performs because the first one dramatically overperformed. Like even Warner Brothers was like, "What the hell?" It made like seven hundred. I want to say it made seven hundred and fifty million. And I think the budget was like three hundred million, something like that. No, it was way less than three hundred million. It's probably like one fifty. I'm a fact check. Infinity War was made for three hundred million. I'll fact check it. All right. He's going to... I would like... I'm not even going to edit this one out. This one's on you. Ryan thinks that Suicide Squad was made for $300 million, So we're going we're gonna to let this play out. But um, something that I'll go ahead and add on is, you know, Warner Brothers, it, it's obviously very smart of them to greenlight this movie, even though critically it wasn't very well received. It definitely overperformed enough to justify a sequel. What did you find out? The domestic gross was three hundred and twenty-five million, which is what I was getting the number from. But the budget was one seventy-five, so I was just remembering the domestic gross. Fact sure, check, buddy. No, it was. I know. I'm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm easily hey, confused. Hey, you know. I'm, you know me, man. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. It's, it's okay, dude. It's okay. No hard feelings. No hard feelings, dude. None. None at all. What's next? Do you like Kevin Smith? He's hilarious. I love Almost Kevin died. Smith. He did. Thank God he didn't. Because 
We are getting a Jay and Silent Bob sequel movie called Jay and Silent Bob Reboot or Jay and Silent Bob Get Rebooted, something like that. Yeah. And Kevin Smith has released first official images, which you can take a look at right here. And I'm very, very excited for this movie. I love the View Askew universe, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that Kevin Smith, you know, is going to take this movie very seriously because, you know, he, like we said, he almost died. And this is said something that he said the one regret that he had was he didn't get to make this movie yet. Oh, so he's gonna put his whole heart into I, I, it. I hope so. And like, and if you follow him on Instagram, he's he's posted like he goes back to the quick stop and he goes back to the mall, like all that good oh, stuff. Yeah. And Bluntman and Chronic, I think there was a picture of that too. But um, I, I I'm very very excited to see what happens with it, and because I love Kevin Smith, I love his podcast, I love his movies. You know, I I even love Tusk. I've not seen Yoga Hoses yet. I heard it really sucks, but I, I love Tusk. I thought that movie was fucking weird and just yeah. everything. I loved it, but um. Uh, I love the Viewers Universe. It's mm-hmm. just so subtle and everything. And like, there's there's comedies, there's dramas, there's a, a fantasy movie. Um, you know, Ch- I think Chasing Amy is an incredible film. Mm-hmm. I think that Dogma was a great film. Obviously, Clerks and Mallrats I love, but I and James and Bob Strike Back is amazing. But mm-hmm. I, but I I think that my favorite film in that universe was Clerks too. And you know, I think Jane, Silent, and Bob were great in that movie. I, I I would have liked to see a Clerks three, but apparently there's a lot of reasons as to why that can't happen. And he sure. he tried to make it, but um, throw throw the ball in your court. Are you excited for Jane, Silent, and Bob reboot? And what is your favorite mu- movie in that viewist universe? I haven't seen that many uh, Kevin Smith movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Definitely Clerks two would be my favorite. I actually enjoy Clerks two more than I enjoy the original Clerks. Okay. Um, it could be that it, I watched it first. Yeah, it, before. It, it depends on the day for me. Like, some, okay. like sometimes I'm like, man, Clerks is so good. In it. But then Clerks 2 just balances the humor and the drama so well. Yeah. And I think Clerks struggles a little bit with balancing the drama, but it's still a hilarious and well-written film. For sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Especially like, for his first movie. Yeah, I, I could have a whole podcast. We could do a whole podcast about Clerks. Like, Easy. Clerks 2, just about the how brilliant I think that, that movie is. But... But yeah, I'm very happy to see um, Kevin Smith come back and direct a movie in full force. I think he's going to bring us all to it. Yeah, definitely. uh, He definitely will. mm -hmm. I mean, I can't say too much on the movie itself because I haven't seen the first one, even though it's on. You haven't seen James Holland Bob Strike Back? No, man, I haven't. It's on my. It's it's on Netflix right now. It's on my list, so I'll probably watch it this week because I'll have some time. It's so funny. Um, but I mean, I I think Kevin Smith's hilarious, so. It'll be nice to get another movie because yeah. he hasn't done a movie in a while. I don't think has he. Not since Yoga Hosers, I don't think, which is like 2014. Okay, something like that. But I mean, he's passionate about this, so it's gonna be nothing but good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very very excited. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot our next topic, so I'm gonna look at it right now. So entertain the people while I get it together. Do 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 do. There is one other thing I wanted to talk about tonight or oh, on this episode, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. What do you want? You like Christopher Nolan. I love Christopher Nolan. Everyone knows that I love Christopher Nolan. Did you hear about his new movie? <gasps> I did. It's Tell us supposed about it. to. So Christopher Nolan is making a film right now. He. There was very little released about the movie because everything he works on is very secretive. To the point where even when he was making Batman Begins, they had it under some other title and mm-hmm. didn't release that it was a Batman film until like a few months before it came out. This next movie he's working on is described as a romantic thriller. A cross between North by Northwest, 
Is that the film? The mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock film? Yep. And Inception, which are two completely separate movies. So, what do you think about Christopher Nolan tackling the romantic thriller genre? I think that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who doesn't think that's fucking awesome has a problem. Um, North by Northwest, classic Hitchcock, Inception, to me, arguably one of the best movies ever made. Definitely one of Nolan's best. It's, it's, it's between that and The Dark Knight for me. depends on the day. But, um, God, I, I love all of Christopher Nolan's films that I've seen, and I, I'm just excited for what he does next. And the fact that this is already getting attraction, like, yo, it's going to be a romantic thriller about North by Northwest meets, meets Inception. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really kind of all we know about it. But um, I like that you brought up that he's kind of very trick, tricky and secretive on films. I remember when they were filming Dark Knight Rises, um, when they were filming the scene that had like Bruce Wayne's grave. Yeah. They had it say Selena Kyle or a different name, and then in post they made it Bruce Wayne so that when set pictures leaked, no one saw yeah. Bruce Wayne on the grave. It's just it just cool little things like that. And I know that he loves practical effects, so I'm just ready to see some whack ass practical effects that happen in this movie. Hopefully, I feel like every movie that he does, the practical effects just get up to one kind of like how tom cruise with every mission impossible yeah, movie the action just like it, gets, it just yeah, yeah. like everyone gets better and better with each movie yes like i'll use dark knight and dark knight rises for example the whole truck thing mm-hmm. was wild all that was practical the only thing that was in post was the piston that pushed it up yeah for dark knight rises they had a plane dragging yeah, yeah. another plane a yeah. whole plane Fucking and insane. just ripped it apart in in air yeah and then, that's wild and then dunkirk Oh my god! All the insane practical shit in that was nuts, just nuts. Yeah, but uh, definitely. But yeah, I, I, I'm very, very excited for Chris Nolan's new movie. I, I hope that one day he kind of branches off and just does something completely unexpected. Like I, I want, I want to know that Hank, that Chris Nolan is directing The Hangover Part Four. <laughs> like, like, like if that just happened, like that would just be insane. Like, that just would... like directs like a straight comedy or like, yeah. or he's directing Nightmare on Elm Street Nine, just like out of nowhere. Dude, him doing movie. a if Christopher Nolan did a horror movie. Be rad. I'd be, would be. I would buy tickets so fast. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. He hasn't done a romantic movie though, right? With like some sort of love interest yeah, driven I, movie. I, no, I mean usually his plots around like a wife who died. Yeah. And you know, hopefully, watch movie opens. My wife's dead. So it's like I <laughs> fucking did it again. No, but uh, but yeah, no, but I'm I'm very excited for. Obviously, I'm very excited for Christopher Nolan's mm-hmm. movie. Well, what I like is you know sometimes he can give very funny pretentious comments, and mm-hmm. so I'm just ready for the press tour. Yeah. I wanted to say some. Really Some smart, bonkers intelligent, stuff, bonkers yeah. shit. Yeah, it's because he always has like this elaborate way to make to make you think about his films, like Inception, yeah. for example, like yeah. the spinning top at the end. It's like I mean, I mean just just kind of anything, you know. So and, I'm uh, curious to see how he's gonna twist that into like a romantic thriller. Like, what, what's yeah. a, can you think of a romantic thriller? Just like in like. Um, I, honestly, I couldn't even think of one. Well, now I can't think of any. But like, like on the spot, yeah. yeah but like course. literally, as you're talking about, it, I was like, oh, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like this. I mean, this I'll isn't this isn't a great movie, but like Mr. and Mrs. Smith was like a romantic. I love that movie. Thriller. That movie is so I much mean, it's, fun. It's fun, but like, um, you know, I'm sure there's a classic one that we're not thinking about. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been done before. I mean, that's more of a romantic action movie. I'm sure, like romantic thriller. We. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to know what came up whenever I looked up romantic thriller movies? Please, please tell me. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Ryan, if it was announced. <laughs> Do you know what this means? Nolan was making Fifty Shades of Grey Part Four. Do you know how quickly, how quickly I would get tickets? Oh my god! I would go. I I wouldn't even go online. I would go in person to the box office and be like, I I need every ticket you have 
to Fifty Shades 4 directed by Christopher Nolan. That is ridiculous. Uh, a lot of these movies I haven't even heard of, man. Yeah, it's all This good. must be like a very like small Christopher genre. Nolan saw a small genre and was like, I'm about to make it mine. <laughs> oh, The Shape of Water. That's the biggest movie. Yeah, yeah, I can see that being with sci-fi thrown in there. On, I, on the IMDb list. It is Shape of Water on the romantic thriller genre is ranked 28. Is it like a person who made that list or is it the website? I would assume the website. The Mountain Between Us, Nocturnal Animals, Crimson Peak. Okay, here here's some movies that I've heard of. The Allied, Phantom of the Opera, True Romance. How the fuck do I forget about True <laughs> hey, Romance? I true love romance. that movie. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I could see it being like True Romance. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, but um, let's move on to our final story. Yeah, let's do it, man. You and I both saw a film called Captain Marvel over the weekend. We did. And, you know, it's still relatively new, so we're not going to spoil anything here. Not yet. Han Solo dies, though. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Every fucking time we go somewhere, it's Han Solo dies. Every time. I, I think that's one of my favorite spoilers. <laughs> I, I, it's just so funny. Dies. And you know where I got that from? Where? I was scrolling through some social media platform mm-hmm. shortly after uh, The Force Awakens came out. Mm-hmm. Like a week after it came out, this yeah. image surfaced of this car driving on the highway. No. And in the like back windshield, it says, Han Solo dies. And it was so That's funny. That's hilarious. So oh ever God. since I saw that, like every spoiler that I say, it's like Han Solo dies. Yeah. So that's where it originated from. Good, good. No, but uh, I say we give our brief thoughts and opinions on Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think I think we have... And of course, this is where both of our cameras died. So unfortunately, in this episode, you can't get the spoiler-free review of Captain Marvel. But next week, we will be doing our reviews of Captain Marvel, and we'll probably go into more spoilers then. Um, sorry about the little technical mishap. We're still working out the kinks of converting to video, but thank you so much for watching. Um, and if you're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, thank you so much for listening. But we also encourage you to watch on YouTube. Again, the YouTube channel is Movie Nights. The Facebook is Movie Nights. The Twitter is Nights underscore Movie. And I believe it is the same for the Instagram. If not, try Movie underscore Nights. Thank you very much.